Good morning, everyone. I wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Very glad to see so many people here at our Midnight Mass. You know, when I was growing up as a kid in our living room, we had our Christmas tree. And under the Christmas tree, along with all the presents that were brought to us, we had that nativity scene. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, and all of the animals. And after I would go and unwrap all of my presents, inevitably, the first visitors to that nativity scene to meet the baby Jesus were Darth Vader, <laughs> the stormtroopers, and maybe a couple of the bounty hunters from Star Wars. After they had gone through, the next group that would come through would be T-Rex, the Ankylosaur, and possibly some Triceratops. I love to bring the dinosaurs to go and meet Jesus. And don't worry, I never made T-Rex eat the Holy Family. That, that never happened. <laughs> it was very peaceful, baby Jesus. And so it's sort of funny, thinking about myself as a child or any other children, I'm sure some of you have that, who get little dinosaur toys and they bring them to the nativity sort of how anachronistic this is, because the truth is, dinosaurs had been dead for 66 million years before Jesus ever was born. In fact, people during the time of Christ wouldn't even known what a dinosaur was. The first dinosaur fossil wasn't unearthed until 1819. And so the reality is, dinosaurs there at the nativity would be completely out of place. And so, over the course of the past week or so, as I was preparing for this Mass and this homily, I reflected on this a little bit, and I'll explain why I've been thinking about dinosaurs a little bit later in the homily. But I've been reflecting on the fact that Christmas, as this very, very important feast, when we think about it, we normally think about it as a time of coming home. People who live, family and friends all over the nation come back and come home to eat and to celebrate. It's a time of being with family in a place that we're familiar with, that we love. It's a time of being welcome and feeling welcome at, at home. And this is what we all know to Christmas to be. But the truth is, if we take some time to really reflect on it, what the true nature and meaning of Christmas is, what we celebrate today, the birth of Christ, I think it should be quite obvious that the meaning of Christmas is the direct opposite of what we normally say. That Christmas is not about feeling welcomed, not about being at home, but instead, it's about being out of place. Just like the dinosaurs, Christmas and what we celebrate is ultimately something completely different than we expect. It is about being out of place. So what do I mean by that when I say that Christmas is about being out of place? What do we celebrate? Here is God, the Son of God, who today becomes man. The divine becomes a part of creation. 
You can't get any more out of place than that, something that you don't expect or you wouldn't see. God belongs in heaven. He doesn't belong here on earth. He's completely out of place. Even more, when he comes, he comes as a little baby. This is the Christ child in the manger, born in a stable with animals in the middle of nowhere. When we think of it, that's really out of place. What should happen in our minds, he should be this resplendent warrior king who is born not in a stable, but lives in a majestic palace. But even if we step a little bit further back and sort of look in a more broader sense, today we celebrate this great feast of peace, of tranquility, of peace in the world. Christ is born on this silent night, but we know at the time of Christ, and even today, the world is not at peace. It's filled with strife, it's filled with violence, war and anger. But the fact of the matter is, as much as we can see that Christmas is really about being out of place, something that we don't expect, something that is unusual, the truth is, the real being out of place is the fact that we believe, as Christians and as Catholics, that we are out of place there at the nativity. More than the dinosaurs, maybe more than the baby Jesus, we feel that we don't belong. And I see it all the time as a priest. It could be in spiritual direction, it could be in confession. People who come to me beating themselves up, tearing themselves down for sins that they have committed maybe in the past or are struggling with in the present. Their sins, their imperfections, their failures. They've convinced themselves that they're unworthy of God's love, that there's no hope for them, that he is going to reject them, push them away because of their sinfulness. And in fact, they quite often run in the opposite direction, fleeing Christ and his mercy because they're filled with guilt over what they've done but more significantly, shame for who they are. They feel completely out of place there the nativity. The truth is, yes, we are all sinners and we're all in need of repentance. But the fact of the matter is, this is the Christmas mystery. Even though we may feel out of place, maybe we indeed are out of place, we are still invited to approach the nativity. We're still invited to come close to Christ in the manger because Christ comes as a small child. He's not there to condemn us. He's not there to judge us. He's not there to shame or reject us. In fact, he's even willing to let us in our own sinfulness and shame to embrace him and to hold him, he never fights back. And I think it's this sense of hope that draws people to this Mass on Christmas, where maybe they don't come to Mass any time other during the year. It's a glimmer of hope, a reminder that God has not rejected them, that they are not out of place a sign that they can still return to Christ and his mercy. And so sort of wrapping this up, 
the reason that I've been thinking about dinosaurs for this homily is because I just finished a book called The Rise and the Fall of the Dinosaurs. It was published this year by a paleontologist named Steve Brusate. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. And it's a great book. I really suggest that you read it. And so I wanted to sort of talk a little bit about this and dinosaurs and being out of place, not only because I enjoyed the book, but also because if I was a kid on Christmas and the priest talked about dinosaurs, I'd have thought that was the best homily ever. <laughs> I'd have paid attention, unlike whenever I was a kid and didn't pay attention to a single thing that was said. And what struck me about the book, besides all the very interesting facts, and something I kept sort of mulling over, was the fact that for about 200 million years, dinosaurs ruled the earth. For 200 million years. It's a number that I can't even wrap my mind around. That if you came to earth, all you'd see were different iterations of dinosaurs as they evolved over that time. Yeah, you'd have seen some amphibians and crocodiles and rodents and things like that, but it's dinosaurs eating, tearing each other to shreds, being generally awesome for 200 <laughs> million years. But you compare that to humans. The first known Homo sapien fossil we know to come about 200,000 years ago. And so if you compare Homo sapiens to the dinosaurs in a chart of 24 hours, our time span as Homo sapiens makes up under two minutes of the whole entire day compared to the 200 million years of dinosaurs. And even smaller, it was 2,000 years ago, just a few seconds in that same time that Christ the Savior was born. I bring that up because so often in our minds, we see the birth of Christ as coming towards the end of human history. And certainly, we believe we do live in the end times, that the birth and the passion and death of Jesus is the apex of human history. But the fact is is that it's quite possible, we don't know, I talked about this a few weeks ago, that we actually have it wrong. What if we're just at the beginning of human history? What if we get a 200 million year reign just like the dinosaurs? 200 million years before Jesus returns. So what does that mean? It means what we celebrate today, Christmas and Christ's coming, is like the star that appears at the very beginning of night. As the sun sets, you see that star rise, and it's through the horizon all through the night until the morning, guiding us on our way. Again, I don't know if this is true. We could be the beginning or the end. But regardless of what is correct, Christmas does stand as that star, as that light amidst the darkness, a sign of hope, and a knowledge that we have that no matter how long the night will last, the darkness, the struggle, the sin in this world, that Jesus, the light of the world, the sign of hope, 
to us who often feel so out of place, is there to guide us to heaven. Amen.